0: Today, I had the opportunity to sit down with two very talented creators for the first ever podcast, which is still currently unnamed. These two creators, Nolan Begley and Christopher Jacavu, also happen to be two of my really good friends. Together, they run a company called By the Lake Visuals, which is a digital media marketing company in Toronto. In the episode, we talk about the hardships of creating and why you should never take your work too seriously. The guys also lend some advice on how they deal with self-doubt. I hope you enjoy the first episode of this soon-to-be-titled podcast. Enjoy.
1: Chris and I were thinking back at how long we know each other, and even though we met in high school, it's been a decade now since we've been friends with just him alone, so that makes you and I have been friends for like 19... 18 years or something like that good friends are hard to come by honestly it's uh like my parents always told me that like your your best friends you are gonna meet are not in high school and i was like ah, you guys all know nothing you don't know nothing they're all gonna be my best friends and then you realize really quickly people just grow up and you move on you outgrow each other and you move away and like once we moved to the city like i barely talked to any of the guys now unfortunately but True. like, it would be the same thing if I got to see them.
0: Yeah, I feel like we're very fortunate in that sense. hmm For sure.
1: All right. So
0: let's start with just who you are. So Chris, who are you?
2: Well, me, Nolan, doing social media for The Craft, um, photography, graphic designing. But I would say the main goal for myself would be songwriting, audio engineering, audio production, just scoring videos, anything that I can do, any audio that I can do and stay creative, basically, I'll open to anything.
0: Right on. You guys have a business together? Yes. So how do you fall into that, Nolan? What's your, what's your intro? Oh, I don't
1: know. And Not that I'm against labels, but since I kind of like to do a bit of everything, I just class myself as a, uh, as a creative instead. Um, you know, I've, played music my entire life and then the camera kind of became my tool of my weapon in my arsenal where it just took over everything from making skate videos when we were young and then investing into my first DSLR to just shoot whatever I wanted growing up and then it just there in the between a hobby became um, something that I want to turn into a professional career and now with Chris and I, we run, uh, we, we label ourselves as like by the lake visuals and that, that refers to being Pickering. Uh, Pickering being basically a town that's on the lake or at least by the lake, <laughs> if you will. Um, so yeah, we do uh, digital media marketing and we do social media consultants as well. All the nine yards for that. We take the photos, we make the videos for them. Um, and then on top of that, I freelance on the side and i do a lot of work with you too we've always you and i have always had furthest journey media for years now and we are always trying to pop up projects every week anytime we can but yeah it's just it's we're creatives that's what we are we're creatives straight these are facts so
0: i would encourage you to jump on instagram and look up by the lake visuals is that correct that's Uh, it by the lake visuals now that you know who these guys are let's jump into the show i have a cute few uh quick questions for you guys you can take them one at the time we'll go chris first you second and i'll I'll hit another one so first off what recent movie or book has influenced you or whoever's got an answer first can go book or movie people read
2: yeah people still read (laughs) audiobooks man Mm. i'm trying to think because i find i find inspiration in a different way it's not necessarily like a movie like it could even be like a music video or like a short film that it's like like even j cole's uh True. music video that just came out so like, what visuals like what visuals have you seen lately i don't even know how to describe it like how would you describe the
1: the visual that i showed you oh man it, if you ever just check it out first of all it's yeah, really honestly, cool t- take a look at uh, it, it, really it like- has like this very um retro vibe to it the, the style of filmmaking, but it's like an L almost. Yeah, like it's almost Apple, like an Outcast vibe, but then a lot of special effects and uh VFX work done into it for it to be this this trippy um but yet you can tell it's very cathartic piece of project for Cole where he could really express things where like cinema now is just not limited to Hollywood. People have this technology at their hands. Oh, and,
2: exactly. Yeah. Music videos are like there's legit like actors that are in music videos now. because yeah, like there's so like the high budget and like it's just yeah, it's like an
1: industry like, itself now just music like, videos. Our
2: like pop culture is like music is very influenced by it. So like the videos itself are <laughs> insane now.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a J. Cole's new album, right?
2: Yeah. KOD. K-O-D. Give it yeah. a check.
0: Yeah. I've listened to the album. I didn't know there was videos though. So yeah, that's
2: yeah. Cool. Like watch the music video. Honestly, it was great i don't know how he did it yeah
0: so that's that's yours what's uh what's yours nolan um no books obviously by your response i actually i (laughs) I
1: just finished reading a book called um all the light we cannot see uh it took me honestly two and a half years to finish it because it was just it's such a daunting size i know it's like a a lot of people read like thousand page books but this was like 600 and something and to me that was a lot because i don't have the attention span sometimes but same. it was very captivating you know like i'm really into um war films and uh, just world war two world war one history and this one was kind of it inspired me a, a bit enough for me to feel a sense of uh narrative that has really inspired me and wanted me to create more narrative myself but honestly like where i've been driving visual inspiration from is actually um commercials Not necessarily any cinema right now at the moment because commercials, just like music videos, there's such large budgets for them as well. And the one that really got to me was that uh, the Apple commercial with uh, FKA Twigs uh, where she was dancing uh, in her apartment. Oh, yeah. Um, Where it was moving. Yeah, where the apartment was moving. Like Spike Jones, man. What a legend. That guy is he is something else. He's 100 percent probably my favorite director. And then Denis Villeneuve is right up there, too. Um, but yeah, that commercial was fantastic and, uh, it just, it's insane that you can tell so many stories, not just through words now, you know, just, you could tell it through by movement, uh, by, you know, interaction, by touch, by everything. It's just, there's, Mm. it's so much beyond, so far beyond just the talkies now where it could be a story could literally be told by one shot of a camera angle where it never moves or just or just the way the person can interact with the camera itself. It's insane. So yeah, that commercial honestly inspired me. And I actually hope to make some dance films this summer because, man, dance Spike films, Jones? dance yeah, films, dude. man. Dance films have always been so cool. So much you respect dance, for yeah. him. Yeah. Shout out to Spike Jones, Big man.
0: Um, We already kind of covered this, but my next thing is just uh, an album or an artist that you guys have had on repeat. Mm. Just like recently. recent or yeah, just recent. Something that's caught your attention. Um,
2: I started. I, re- I honestly just re-listened to uh, like Miss Education and *Lauren Hill just because, nice for what, obviously the sample was one of the songs. Yeah. So I just like started re-listening to it the other day and like, I don't know. I always have that. I've had that on repeat for literally years now, so.
0: When did that album come out? Like 1994. Sure. Literally <laughs> the year we were born. Has yeah. he sampled stuff from that album? He before? sampled
2: uh, Draft Day was a sample as well. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he just sampled Nice For What. That was uh, X Factor. X Factor was the song, yeah.
0: Right on. I didn't, I didn't know. i did not really familiar with that album. Yeah. That's like like the... Literally, like the minute I heard
2: it, I was like, yeah. I was like, that's no. Lauren <laughs> Hill. Yep, yep. I nice. got hyped up. I, like, remember <laughs> the, uh, the one instrument I made a while ago with the people talking in the back? Yeah. That was a Lauren Hill sample. That sure. was from that album as well. So, so killer.
1: What about you, big man? <laughs> big man. Um... Honestly, just different, different vibes. It's like for one side, like on the side, I'm a boxing instructor. And so like, I need music to have amped? this kind of, not even just amped. It needs to have a groove because boxing is about rhythm. Man. Uh, it's, like yeah. a, it's like dancing just in a martial arts form. So like I've been listening to a lot of Kattronato lately because he has like that old school oh, yeah he has like that deep house but funk to it you know and all those cats that are with the same kind of group like the internet so the kid, those guys they mm-hmm. ch- even childish too they all have that underground soul folk vibe funk back yeah vibe the production's to so simple but it's just like yeah it, it but it's like going. not at no, all <laughs> it's not
2: it's like th- that kind of production is a lot more complicated than yeah. just loud noises together
1: yeah but then like there's nights too where like I'm trying to get in the feels or like I have like some sort of film idea in my head and like, I can't for some reason, like I I can't listen to really happy music for me to uh, create something. I need something that's going to get me stuck in the feels and get me in a mind space where I need to have some sort of emotional cathartic release. So what I do is like Bon Iver has always been like Mm -hmm. my go-to. He's always been up there. The whole band has been up there for me when I'm trying to, get stimulated creati- creatively, creatively it's crazy how
2: like an artist like you can like if I listen to a certain artist that is during a certain emotion and I'm not feeling that emotion I won't want to listen to that artist mm-hmm. i will be like nah too. like I'm not feeling this True. but like if I'm in that mood and like I listen to music I'm just like yeah like, you can this listen is, to it on repeat yeah on repeat or like yeah like, the other day I was doing that exact same thing mm-hmm. it's crazy uh, basically yes or no answers
0: what do you feel about um Pineapple and pizza. What's <laughs> oh, your stance? Man, no. Super God, no. Really? Oh, we got to yes a Santa though. Honestly, I've had it a couple times. You are it's a great. sick human being. Nah, it's We're good. Like it's a nice little snack. Thing. Okay. Just, you like, kidding get, your, me?
2: get your fruits and veggies, you know?
0: <laughs> are either of you flat earthers? What? Flat earthers.
1: Flat earthers? Fuck that. No way. No. It's, no. 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 There's too much proof to... It's I'm not just... smart enough to back it up too. <laughs> so, <laughs> so just like, I don't even know I not mean,
0: smart think you're too lazy to look up the facts of flat earthers. So you think we went to the moon? Ah, uh, i don't know i don't, uh, see a good I don't know about that one all right one. we'll let that slide um now that that's over with um and i feel like the listeners all maybe one or two of them will know hey man my parents case. count us two right there so like <laughs> yeah, we're at least looking up, at four right um now people know kind of what your background is who you are and what your kind of personality stance is You guys are both creatives. We're all creatives that grew up together in a small city. Um, We all at one point did live in Toronto. You guys obviously still live there. Um, (laughs) And they also live together and run a business together. Roomies. Roomies. How do you think moving from um, a small city, um, small city or town, I guess, is Pickering was Pickering a city, it's a, or city. Town? It's a city? It was a town for a little, but it's, it's a town. city now. ninety-two so thousand. We got a pickle barrel. How do you? Th- like <laughs> how do you think that influenced your creative drive, or did it influence your creative drive moving to the city?
2: I would say, prior to moving to the city, I I had the drive, but like I didn't have, I didn't think it was possible. Like like so like I did the same thing that I do now, but like it was just like more of a dream. Then you move to Toronto and then you're just like, wow, like this like you could actually do something if like you put the work in and you could put the effort in. So different atmosphere. I would say a different atmosphere definitely changed me and made me write about different things or like just make different music and like think outside the box. So True. it puts you outside
0: of your comfort zone from exactly. living and knowing I know these street corners, I know these roads, I know my day to day, and it kind of just messes up your whole day-to-day. Have you met any influential people or had any Um, experiences that have drastically changed
2: your um, point of view I think I've met a couple people that have influenced like ways that I do things now so like I feel like I don't know like even with like writing music I feel like before I would just write about one subject now I'm like more open-minded because I've heard more things and like by living in the city now like you learn and you hear other people's opinions on different things so like maybe like Something that you would write about before you don't necessarily agree with anymore. So, like, I found that different experiences with different people, it's made me think differently and it's made me, I guess, write and make things differently. And then just adjusting to my own style kind of thing. True. That's what I would say That's the biggest thing for me. For sure.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, let's get this straight. This is to all the listeners. I was like pretty content living in our hometown, <laughs> right? Spencer spencer comes back from vancouver and he says yeah i'm over our small town let's get out of here nolan you want to come with and i was like all right sure so i kind of was just in a limbo and I, we just moved to the city on the whim and adjusting right away man that was tough that was a totally different lifestyle i'd never lived on my own i was basically living pay to, paycheck to paycheck at a point and uh and then when we moved out of our place i was stuck and i needed to um find a place immediately and at the point i was like i was either i kept paying rent and or i just didn't eat you know it was always like food or rent food or rent and uh you know it it was a big balance and in that time that that struggle uh of like i like my parents always told me that that i'm gonna struggle sometime in my life and i was 20s in your 20s and i thought i always thought like man like i don't know man this is a good life i'm living in toronto i'm meeting all these people but all these a lot of these people that i met they had a lot of uh just empty promises you know like people always say they'll give you gigs or like if you know if this if you do this video or to take this photo for free like the right people are going to be looking at it and this is really good exposure for you and it's going to really push you in the future and and honestly it it did at some points pay off but a lot of times everything would fall through and that's why I just like I couldn't afford it anymore you know like I was struggling severely and I didn't know it was taking a toll on my mental health and I never had a clear mind space and like my creativity was compromised at that time because like I didn't have any drive in me you know I didn't my health was being compromised at the same time and it was a Yeah, it was just hard to function until like I started forcing myself and stopped being so um, precious with my creations, you know, like I kept on saying like, okay, like I'm going to only make a video here. And like, this is going to be the one that makes me better. Or this is the one that someone's going to see or this photo that I shot for this person is going to be the one that brings me to all these connections. But then I realized that like, that was um, it just wasn't enough. I needed to keep creating and keep moving and keep grinding and keep making stuff keep creating and that was the only way for me to cope with um the struggle that i was having with and it just took me a few months for me to realize like okay i need to get back to my roots and that root is having my camera and shooting mm-hmm. something so um yeah that that jump from moving to the hometown to the city was definitely uh, definitely something that was hard to adapt to but you know now we're we're doing it. That's the thing. We're, we're, like we don't know what we're doing half the time, but like we're we're doing it. We're Everyone just has, like the roots, the
2: roots are planted, but like on the way you kinda lose it, but it's great when you figure it out like Yeah. Now yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah, when it exactly. comes around and like you actually figure it out and you can get back to your roots and actually continue on what you're doing. And like appreciate the journey. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you might have lost it for a bit, but you go back and like you still pick up where you started.
0: The thing that I found The most when I moved to the city it was very exciting and it was such an overwhelming experience and Everything is so new and there's so many people to meet and everyone's doing dope shit That was my thing and I was like sick now I get to make dope shit And that realization of like sure the first couple months to a year You have that drive of like I just moved to the city. I'm making all this cool stuff and then slowly I started focusing less on myself and more on Well, these people are still making dope shit. Yeah.
1: And these it's
0: so much cooler. And there's so many people making dope shit until the point where I couldn't focus on myself. And all I was doing was scrolling mindlessly through Instagram or like meeting people that are already doing stuff. And that was kind of like a point of reflection that I was like, I'm nowhere where I need to be right now. Mm -hmm. And it kind of sucks making that realization into you can't really focus on what other people are doing to a certain extent you totally can yeah
1: you get to draw inspiration for some people but
0: it's just hard to go um like constantly like that and i Mm -hmm. feel like instagram is like the number one source of exactly things like that
1: oh yeah i had to like there was a point where i had to like stop following some like photographers that i really liked because like i kept on i kept on putting myself down i'm just like man like my stuff isn't looking like this, like, my mm-hmm. shit's not getting this many likes, like, this shit's not popping for me, I need to, you know, I need to be more like them, and then every time that I would try and be like them, I would be even more mad at myself, because I was not copycatting, but it was just, it wasn't my uh, vision, uh, yeah, it's still occurring. cool, <laughs> but yeah, you just have to unfollow people, and, like, that was you know you honestly you think that's like very minimal but like that's a a huge thing to like actually start disconnecting yourself from some of these people that influence you like it's insane how much of an effect it has yeah because you start to like
2: not like and it's not even like a it's like a self-conscious thing where you just take the idea because you like it and you don't realize you're actually doing the same thing Mm -hmm. and then you're losing like the authenticity of what you're actually trying to do
0: it's that idea of like taking your own time back instead of like just waking up in the morning and like setting yourself up like all right I'm gonna scroll 15 th- minutes through my feed. Oh, what? This guy's already made like a yeah. beat this morning. How is that even possible? Or this guy's already hiked to this trail, and I'm just like, can you fucking make my bed? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But um, in in that like time that I was realizing that, I feel like there is a lot of self doubt, and being a creative person in general, you're always judging your own stuff being judged, and I guess judging other people's stuff, Mm -hmm. whether you know it or not, but how do you guys deal with self-doubt, whether you're creating music and you're like, I think this is good, but Mm -hmm. maybe it's not good, and then other people have um, input on that as well, and in terms of making photos and video, it's the exact same thing of just, you think it's good, and you think you have something that's special, and then maybe it doesn't get received the way that you think it will.
2: Yeah what do you say
1: for me it's kind of like brushed up on it earlier is that you know i get stuck in myself where like I, I i'm disappointed in some of the work that i put out and i found the only way i can combat that was to stop being precious with what i put out you know like mm-hmm. sure like i'll have i'll put out some subpar content but at least i'm still keeping the juices flowing and keeping things going you can't just you can't just stop the moment that you stop, you lose that that drive and that edge, and that edge and that drive is the only things that are make keep you going as a creative. You can't stress, yeah, basically. yeah, you just can't just can't put stress it out. It. You got to keep putting things out because you need to keep creating, and that's the only way you're gonna keep learning about your style and trying to create your own uh, authorship, right? Like that. I feel also, like like bouncing off your point, I feel like when
2: you are too precious with what you do, then if it doesn't get generated the way you want it, then you get more upset about it. Yeah. It's discouraging. Yeah. Yeah, So then that's what makes you not. So if you're doing something like create the idea and like, don't think about it too much. Like it's literally like a creative project and you can make another creative project. And like, it's based on like who you actually are. It's not based on what you made kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like you're still creating all the time. You're creating different things. Like if I'm not doing music. I'm doing like, A graphic or I'm doing something else so like there's always ways where you can still stay creative but like just don't be too precious with it unless it's like your big masterpiece then Mm -hmm. be precious.
0: At what point is okay to be attached to your work and what is overly attached? Yeah. Like where do you draw
2: that line? It's hard to also be attached to your work because then... It's just, like, you get, like, a point. I feel like when I find something that I really like, I play it, and I play it, and I play it, and I play it to the point where I don't even like it anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, like nobody else is going to like this now. Like, it's hard. I don't know. Like, there's a hard, thin line for, like, yourself to just not. I don't know. Like, when you really like something, you just. How many times have you watched your video if you really yeah. liked it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it just comes to a point where you're just like, oh, my God. And and I know when like everything's it. happening. Like, okay. Thoughts About Travel, yeah. I watched that a thousand yeah. times. But that's, a,
1: that's the thing, though, that, like, <laughs> If I, what really matters is yes, like, not, it's a numbers game. You want people to see your work. Yes, like you create for yourself, but there is a silver lining where like you are creating for other people. You want people to see this content. You want it to fall into the right set of hands, and you want good feedback for you to keep moving on. But there is a point where like, you can be obsessive of what you're creating because there's so much passion and there's so much interest into what you're creating yourself you know like you want to always create good content so like there are times where like i'm proud of something and i put it out there and it'll get like i don't know like 100 views whatever that's not a lot but like i will be fucking 30 of those views you know because like yeah, i enjoyed it you know it like i made this for myself and then when i watched those i'm like this was literally like three hours of shooting yeah. why can't i do take another three hours tomorrow shoot that and then edit it for a couple hours and then put it out again mm-hmm. and i don't know I don't know what it is in between that makes me stop and think like oh, I don't have the time for that, but you do. You honestly do. But yeah, like you just created you just something. Like you time. literally have time. You just gotta make time. And like it's, you know, like I've I've been working at a bar now for almost two years at the same bar, and I was working if it wasn't five days a week, it was like seventeen days in a row. I'm not even kidding you. Just the way like schedules would line up or me picking up shifts, and at that time I didn't have enough time, but I was still creating small things as much as i can but now i'm at the point where i'm about to quit my full-time job so i can just keep creating and th- then when that happens i have zero excuse i literally have no excuse but to like pick up my camera go shoot something come back go edit that shit put it out there it doesn't even see have where to it be, goes
2: and it doesn't have to be anything more than that like you don't have to think like i need to make money at this time i need like mm-hmm. like just keep creating keep doing new content and like the followers will come the people will come If you create it, they will come. They will come. (laughs) They will, honestly. It is. At the end of the day, like, we, like, I'll make four things. I'll wake up the next morning and be like, I have nothing to post today. Like, just like that. And then you post your stuff and you're just like, "Ah, now I need new content. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's just like, we live in a world where, like, it's just every single day there should be new content if you're creating content. Which Mm -hmm. is,
0: it's crazy how much content is consumed and that people expect from you. Mm -hmm. But I guess, like, you guys hit it in the terms of, like, doesn't matter where you set your bar but don't stop creating
1: no yeah don't put the bar down don't lower it like don't ever lower your own standards or what you want to create like yes you could take breaks and you can like not go as hard but you can't put that bar down you got to keep that up there and make sure that you're going above it and still posting and still creating stuff you know mm -hmm. even if it's small
2: something that you're actually really passionate about is on the back burner like you're still always creating something no matter what, you're creating something.
1: Even, like, when we take photos for the restaurant that we manage and work at, like, I don't really like taking pictures of food, honestly. I don't really like taking, making cheesy vid- promotional videos, but, like, at least, like...
0: It's a
2: form of creation. I'm
1: still, I have my camera in my hand, and I'm getting paid for it. Like, that's all the power, <laughs> man. I love that. I love I've it. I've kind of, like,
2: learned to like it now. Like, at first, it was different, <laughs> but, like, now I'm just, like, it's not bad. Like, you get, like, excited about, like, staging different things and stuff like that, but, like... Obviously, there's more to it. Like, people ask me, like, there's more to what you do. Like, you're not just a a food photographer or something. Like, there's more to what we do. There's more to, like, what you do outside of that as well, so.
0: I think I've definitely learned uh, in the same way because I cut corporate videos all the time. And it is grueling at some points
2: because it's just a people talking head or something. But it's not really authentic because it's not your work. Yeah,
0: But I take, I'm starting to learn how to take joy in the little things of being like, oh, I get to create like a cool graphic or something. And you just learn like, I'm so grateful that I get to do this. I'll learn to enjoy this because I already enjoy like editing. It doesn't matter what I'm editing. So.
2: And like that editing will go towards something in the future. Like if you have a video, like you're like, oh, I know how to do this because I did it on this video. Mm -hmm. So exactly. It's always always learning. You're always editing. You're always.
0: The learning part of that is just like such a crazy uh, thing that I never thought that it would come to. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have any advice for people that are creating and, and putting out but are feeling doubt about the products that they're putting on Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, whatever it may be? What would you say to people other than don't stop? What if they can't start?
1: Well, first you got to accept that there was always going to be doubt there will doubt will never disappear even like the greatest of the greats they they doubt themselves time to time we're like no this shot's not gonna work i need to change it up or like this beat doesn't work i don't like this drum kit for the song you know like doubt is always gonna be evitable it's what's going to make you great and what's going to make you strong as a creative is how you can build yourself out of it. Mm -hmm. And that is something that you will learn on yourself. Yes, we all have our own different tactics, you know, either keep creating or write more, listen to more music, smoke a joint or something, doesn't matter. (laughs) But what it is, is that how you get out of that, that's what's going to make you grow as a creative. Mm -hmm. That's what's going to make you better and differentiate you from the other schmo that's stuck in this track and can't get out of it you know and at the same time mental health is a, a massive thing and i'm not by any means trying to underplay that but you know you need to get yourself out of that to keep growing you can't just um, you can't succumb to your self-doubt and succumb to your uh, insecurities of what anyone else is going to think you know this is your content you put it out for a reason you believed in it that much for you to publicate it to potentially thousands of different pairs of eyes, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think like obviously going off of that too, like in a way, like obviously you can't doubt yourself, but like you, there should be some sort of doubt when you're making something because then I feel like you become like numb to actually learning more and creating more. Mm. So if you That's point. so if you're not having that self doubt, you're not actually like, you're done. I feel like the minute you're just, like, I'm awesome, I created the best thing ever, like, I can't do more than this, it means, like, you're done. Like, you're, you lost that's interest true. in it, you're not into it. That's right. So you have to be able to obviously keep putting out content, but also having that doubt to get a bit better or mm-hmm. try to learn a bit more. Because, like, the minute you're just, like, I'm done, like, I'm the best I can be, like, that's mm-hmm. when you're done. Like You yeah. might as well put it down. Yeah. My like, dad used, used to say lost
1: every time that, like, I would write a test and I would say I'm nervous, and he would always say, like, son you're only nervous because you care and i think about that all the time when i'm creating too i'm just like i don't know if this is gonna work and that's only because i care about it so much mm-hmm. and if you lose that care and like you lose that sense of doubt like you were saying like you plateau creatively yeah, and can you just like toss anything you're like I, now i don't really care and that's
2: yeah. when emotion gets away and like now it's just it's not for yourself anymore
1: like we watch them all the time uh mango street lab uh there's a couple on youtube that mm-hmm. make you know anywhere between photo and video tutorials um but one thing that i like they do is that they do these photo challenges for themselves where they give themselves limitations of the type of photos they need to shoot for yeah, example yeah. they would be like you have to take a, a low angle shot you have to shoot while taking us while squatting and one leg <laughs> lunge back and then see how it goes or you need to buy a bunch of objects from the dollar store And see how you can integrate them to photos like that those little challenges those are what's kind of keep keep uh interesting for yourself too you know like it's uh that
0: is a good point like sometimes when it is hard to create because i've definitely been there and mm -hmm. i'm probably frequently there i always forget to like kind of exercise that limitation basically of Mm. putting like okay i'm gonna only shoot something for instagram stories and then it makes it hard because you can't turn the camera the other way or i'm only gonna create something with x and it kind of makes it more fun than just being like well i haven't created anything in a while yeah Mm. what keeps you guys at bay when you are feeling doubt or if you just are looking for an escape or relax um maybe meditation in some form What's your go-to place, go-to spot in your mind?
2: Um, maybe music. I would say mu- I would say music for sure. I'd say just listening to other types of music. Like, I don't make rap music, but rap music is like one of my biggest, like, I guess, inspirations with anything. So like, I like, I listen to music and like, I feel like at those times when you're sitting and you're listening to music, those are the times when I come up with ideas because I'm not actually trying to think of an idea.
0: In what form are you listening to music?
2: Uh, what do you mean
0: Like are you just Kind of secluded Sitting down Headphones I sometimes, on Sometimes like
2: Sometimes I'll do like My headphones and I'll sit But sometimes like I'll have a, my record player Like I have like Jay-Z on vinyl I have like um, I have sick. Most Def I have uh, Like I have a Drake album I have Kanye West I have all these like You like, listen to amazing... a lot of Old school stuff too Yeah like cool. I have like Stevie Wonder I have Marvin Gaye Like I have all these albums Where I'll just like sit Listen And like get Other ideas from other things
0: so that's your yeah. like headspace that you go into.
2: Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Observe other people's music because music's been around forever. So like mm-hmm. listening to other things and like f- trying to find a way to bring old music back to, I guess us like 2018, yeah. like, bring it, mm-hmm. bring it to us. I don't know <laughs> how to do it, but like <laughs> 2018 <laughs> goal right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe 2019 will happen. But I don't know. <laughs> but yeah.
1: That's what I would say. What about you? Um, I'm more of like a a place kind of like I'm very especially aware person, and I acquaint a lot of places in my life to with certain emotions that I've had or experiences in the past that have really um, built basically who I was. I built the foundation of who I was. So, for example, like in Pickering, like when we went back, we went back to Pickering a couple of days ago with our friends from Toronto, and we wanted to share them like a little slice of us Like how we grew up, so we took them to the Dixie Cliffs that obviously is massively popular in Pickering, but no one else outside of Pickering know about the cliffs, right?
0: Like, do we know that though? Do we but know, like, is is I name? Would, like I would...
1: someone should make a sign there? I think it's real, not, there, it's, it's, it's not on Google. So, yeah. like, basically, Dixie Cliffs is like this big old trest bridge of a train track that goes across this massive valley and then a cliff that drops off to probably like 60 to 80 feet. It's massive and it's it's beautiful and to me that was like the foundation of my my teenagehood so like going back to Pickering, and visiting dixie cliff definitely something that keeps me at bay also uh this coffee shop that's down the street from me called sovereign shout out to sovereign in davenport (laughs) (laughs) Um, that place greatest breakfast sandwiches ever. yeah greatest breakfast sandwiches um that place for me yeah ross is a man for me that place was like now, when I drink coffee, coffee uh, is not just a stimulant for me. For me, coffee brings me to that specific shop. And I have this emotional connection to coffee now because, like, anytime that I was down or I was feel having. Like I, I'm the same way as well. Right, yeah, coffee like...
2: just, like, is like the start of like, being a creative or doing something. Like, you just mm-hmm. sit, have your coffee, and, like, that's, like, from this time to there, like that's when you're thinking of stuff and like oh, you haven't actually, sure. It absolutely. It's yeah. <laughs> so, like, all right. Okay. And then your coffee's done. You're like, like yeah, let's do this. Yeah. Let's get down to it. Let's screw with it. So
1: yeah. There, and then if I need to, like, if I am stuck inside and I need to get myself a nice spot, I think of the mountains, man. Out West is, uh, I honestly encourage everyone to just at least witness the mountains up close because there is something so intimidating yet liberating when you, or either see the mountains or you're in the mountains and you're breathing that fresh air and uh it's just to me i've had some of the best days of my life where i can literally like there's been times in my life where i had a day and i'll be like whoa this is the best moment of my entire fucking life yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. i was at Kitsilano beach uh last time i was in vancouver and the sun was setting the sky was fucking purple instead of the backdrop being skyscrapers like I'm used to in Toronto, it was fucking mountains and it was at the beach and it was warm and it was just insane. And I, it, I, the only thing I could say was like, whoa, like this is the most perfect fucking day. So I think about those times that I've spent throughout the world or anywhere that I've experienced time with my close friends or family or girlfriend, whatnot. I go to those moments for me to keep myself at bay, like you said, and kind of remind myself that like there's more to life than me stressing out all the time and having to think i got to grind 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 just for me to make a name for myself Mm -hmm. it's a life of balance Mm -hmm. if i can live a life of balance then i will forever be happy
2: for sure i think that is that's the key honestly like when
1: one thing always the other then that's
2: when you start getting frustrated that's when things go wrong like Mm -hmm. you gotta pull back you got it you can't be strung up on one thing you have to have that balance between friends like work being creative like family like whatever you need to do like you need some sort of balance whatever that may be
0: i feel like it's really hard also to find like you know it's you're leaning to one side but it's really hard to find the balance no, it's because you never know when it's going to crack to the other side
2: mm-hmm. or you have times where like you get too hung up on one thing and then you realize that the balance is off you're just mm-hmm. like oh i've
0: like I've- how long have i been here yeah, <laughs> well, wow just woke up what was your favorite part about living in a small town in comparison to a big city?
2: I think just like how convenient it was just like call up a buddy and like you just walk over. Like that was the best. <laughs> I had like at least 10 buddies where I'm just like five of them gonna want to hang out. Like the other five would be down to hang out. So like just having just... This- everybody there that you grew up with just literally like a walk away sure, like 10 you can't beat away. that mm-hmm. you can't beat that
1: no yeah i'm like, saying hi to everyone every one Area at one point i like i you know like when you're in toronto it's like way more faces you're, millions of faces you're seeing people all the time and it's just like keep your head down keep your own business yeah. run running some crazy people but like in pickering you, you're literally walking by yeah, and you're yeah, like hello. hey how you doing, how you doing? How, oh, Have a good nice day. Yep, my see, see you, yeah and you just go feel on like i gotta say hello <laughs> i like that i don't know what it is i just that it's it makes you feel good you know i'm just saying hi i hope more people would just be like you know walk by and be like hey how you doing you know <laughs> yeah, i mean not everyone's like wrong with this guy <laughs> so this asshole
0: okay <laughs> yeah. flip side then what's the best uh, best thing about toronto in comparison food food food, <laughs> <yeah>. food is <laughs> up there food. for
1: sure um coffee oh coffee i did i became a coffee snob when i moved to toronto I'm a loser now
0: yeah fun fact i never even drank coffee until i moved in with nolan Oh, And then we w- walked into the Sovereign, and Ross was like, yeah, you should try this. I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I like, so
1: you guys want Americano? I'm like, Americano yeah. Amer- who? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. thought it was you just got coffee. me Americano
2: I was so intimidated, I was like, I have no idea what this is. Yeah, but you're
0: instantly hooked.
2: Oh, it's amazing. You can't, like. fresh yeah. in hot water, what's fucking wrong with The smell
0: always intrigued me, but it was mm-hmm. like when you're a kid and you drink wine or something, you're like, ah, I don't know about that. Yeah, like, eh. It smells okay, but it tastes really fucking weird. Yeah, it tastes a little <laughs> weird.
1: <laughs> Well, I it was dessert for me when I first started drinking coffee. Right, it was like two creams, oh, yeah. two sugars. Uh, yeah. Sometimes that was yeah, enough enough. Like another two because I just put double doubles all day. <laughs> yeah, double, double. Like holy yeah, yeah. like moly! But now it's black. I can't do anything black. No, don't don't even bother thinking about putting milk in my coffee, please. Unless it's sure. like a cappuccino or whatever that shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, besides that, the craft beer. I love craft beer. Craft it. beer, yeah. yeah. And then, but on an emotional level, like on a more deep. I mean, I love Toronto for the opportunities it's given me. It's enabled me a lot to uh, learn more about myself because it's such a big city. And like people always say there's so many opportunities out there and this is the place to be. But like Mm -hmm. what they don't tell you is that like it is so overwhelming of how large the city is, how many people there are and how many opportunities there actually are. I sometimes forget how big
2: like I'll go in like the central part of the city and I'm just like, wow, there's a lot of people around here. Mm hmm like i'm, I'm
0: such anxiety. a
1: tiny human being was <laughs> yeah. like wow nobody knows me here but the cool part is that like one of those thousand people like you'll never see the same people again and there's a chance that when you meet a one person they're going to have a massive impact in your life one of the millions of people that we're surrounded by all the time
2: yeah <laughs> like there's people that i've met that like have become like very close friends or like like very close to me in like such a short amount of time which is yeah. weird it's just weird to think about. You don't like, like, two years, three years ago, I didn't know any of these people are. And now, like, exactly. they're a big part of my life. So it's crazy to think about.
0: Mm-hmm. Canadians are known for being pretty friendly, but Toronto in its own. toronto just is... got a little chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Sure. There's... <laughs> How do you think moving to Toronto from a small city that was so friendly to say, hey, what's up on the street to, like, hey, I'm just trying to get my foot in the door into the industry? What was kind of the uh, reception you guys are getting?
1: Well, I think Toronto. It was only as of late that like started having an identity and like because, honestly because of our sports team, because of Dre, because of the hip hop culture that's growing up in the here facts. and the, all the creativity and like now that, it's so our Canadian dollar is so cheap compared to the American one, that uh, a lot of films are the movies are filmed now in Toronto. Like obviously it has a it, but before it, Toronto was always the city that wanted to be an American city. You know? <laughs> so it does have it that very chip. prideful. Yeah, so much pride. And like it's awesome. Like I love saying like I'm a Torontonian and like Toronto's an awesome place. But like there's definitely this um anywhere I travel, they're like, oh you're from Toronto. Oh, geez. <laughs> it's it's like, just like you um, really think higher yourself. I'm like yeah. what? Toronto's ah, Toronto's Toronto's just, it's cool, just like man. a buzz
2: in the city. Like I it feel like even right. when I moved to Toronto, it was just like like Toronto music is getting huge now too, so it's exciting to be like, I'm like I could be the person that gets a break here if I do something that sounds, you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. according to like the Toronto sound and stuff like that. So it's cool to like,
0: I don't know. I feel in every aspect almost like every single scene is
1: growing in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an exciting time to be living in Toronto right now. Ooh, definitely on the come up.
0: What's the what's the mode of transportation down there in the in the city? TGC, TGC or bus? Yeah, it's, once it's the uh, it's the uh, orange and green orange bus for Christopher. Orange
1: and green for, bus, uh, yeah. Yeah, and green bus is Ubers. actually a uh, Beck taxi. <laughs> Beck taxi, the Uber, Lyft, the whatever. Yeah, uh... You
2: want to give them a plug real quick?
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, you know the number <laughs> off by heart. You don't
2: take mm-hmm, Uber out here. Yeah. Uber pool everywhere. Mm, no. I do a little, a little something, a little everything. Sometimes it's lifts, sometimes it's
1: Uber. True. Yeah, I'm a bike guy. I, like, I bike everywhere. I do have a car now, and I get to, if I need to go distances or carry my camera gear around, I'll drive mm-hmm. there. But mainly bike. I try You're and... like
2: walking in the city, though. Like, just, walking. Like, just mm-hmm. strolling around. Like, yesterday, I was just walking around the city and just, like... it's just good to do that sometimes like look at the be like a tourist and look at the big buildings and stuff like that
0: even that can be kind of relaxing in a way of just like just zone out and be like i'm here in this place right now honestly
2: like i appreciate the architecture in toronto so much like i sometimes i sit there and i'm just mesmerized by like different like if i go on a different street like you find something different every time Mm -hmm. which is crazy Mm -hmm. like the old like houses and stuff
0: i've did um food delivery for a while and the amount of places that I didn't know about, turning onto like some random side street that I had to go drop off food, I was like, I had no idea that yeah. this was here. What the even? Heck? Your
2: guys' old place was like beautiful. Like I loved, I loved that street. Oh, that uh, so, down so on so the so Danforth. Bad. Yeah, oh, yeah, Danforth or Regal Road. Both of them. Our old, liked, our, old, our place old, my, old place. Yeah, our old, I liked your old place as well, though. I liked how it was on Danforth. But I did. Uh,
0: Both were really quiet. Both streets were like so calm, and then you would just
2: stroll into the city yeah i just have memories like even before i lived in toronto like going to your guys first place just chilling there in the little basement yeah (laughs) (laughs) going to that shitty billiards
1: bar that ended up closing down after yeah that was that was a good time there so what would you say to people that
0: either one looking to make that jump into the big city or two trying to like just pursue their passion and like make meaningful content
2: honestly you just got to go for it don't overthink it if you overthink it i was overthinking it and i was like oh what if i don't have enough money what if i don't do this like once you get here you'll find a job like you'll figure it out like it's takes a couple months of struggling to actually get somewhere in your life or like gets to the next point i feel like you
0: have to struggle Mm -hmm. to be able to not struggle because if you don't know how it feels then
2: you can't if you struggle, then you you get better with money. You get better with like I guess like just mm-hmm. your time. Like you know how to space out your time. You know yeah, exactly to make what you sure did. you don't get back to that place. Exactly. <laughs> you
1: definitely tighten up a bit,
2: and it always stays with you in the back of your mind. You're just like Ugh. you still have that mentality, even like if you have money, you just like Ugh.
1: Well, it's like that.
0: Like if you make a mistake once, you're probably not gonna make that same no, mistake again. I'm gonna do it again.
1: Mm-hmm. I've never been there. Yeah, well, you always find work in toronto that's the thing like even if you gotta take a bar job you gotta take a fucking any dishwasher job like there is so much employment there's so many creatives like, though that are yeah.
2: doing stuff like that Where like doesn't it doesn't stop you from doing what you actually want to do oh
1: yeah. yeah you just gotta sure. it's uh funds you know you gotta fund your ambitions you gotta fund your future endeavors and that's all it is man i i got the job at craft as a as a bus boy because like i just needed money i needed mm-hmm. to eat you know but it enabled me to to live where i'm at right now I, we live in a nice townhouse i've got a car i can go traveling now i can i'm at a point now where i can quit and well i'm not comfortably quit but like <laughs> i could quit and you know <laughs> pretend that i'm gonna be okay and i will be okay I just like you just kind of got to the same idea though that i just said like
2: you just got to go for it just well. take a leap like, yeah you just you're nervous because it's not comfortable anymore and it's not the norm but like you might find a new comfortability and like a new norm you know what i mean mm-hmm. you might find something different
0: okay last last question here we'll wrap up what's one thing that people are sleeping on right now either like a restaurant a coffee place um an album a street a photo anything what's one thing people are sleeping
1: on right now that's a hard one a book a movie Yo, people are sleeping on the north side of Toronto. Everyone's like everyone who moves into Pick moves into Toronto, they keep on thinking, like, Oh, I gotta live in the city, I gotta live on Blue Jays Way, I gotta live in Liberty yeah, Village true. and like No, fuck no that. way, yeah, man. Get, like, fuck that. Then people then are sleeping cool, on the northern places. side of Toronto, man. Like we live up at you know, the north we live in yeah. Junction. Junction area, yeah. Still on the come up with like we have a large home and we pay a fraction of what people pay there. And there's a lot of culture there. We're, instead of like people who like move to blue Jays way and all that places money, in, money out, some <laughs> money in, money out. And you don't get the culture where we are. Man, We see so many different types of people, different types of restaurants. You're surrounded by a bunch of breweries. Uh it's The place is like, uh, like a community
2: and like an independent feel, like where we're at. Yeah, it absolutely. doesn't feel like this the big city, but even right. still like you're just another number in the big city like or like in the, in, I guess like the big areas of Toronto, like where like the busy traffic areas, the entertainment. If you areas, do just, live like, there, you know what I mean. Like you're yeah. just like you're just another person that's in that area. If you're like a bit, I don't know, like where we are, like this, there's communities, there's families that are raising their kids there and stuff like that. So like mm-hmm. you, you see that other side of Toronto.
0: Like growing up skateboarding down there, yeah. Going into the middle of the city, there's no culture it's there. It's hectic. It's because it's one tourist, two people working. You got to go to where people are living and where those yeah. people are eating and stuff like that. So, do you have anything to add to that? Or are you gonna go with yeah, location? Location, yeah. for sure. Location. Yeah. People you- are sleeping on
2: North Side. North Side. I think just like in general, not even just like the North Side. I think just like anything out of that little King Street, Queen Street bubble, mm-hmm. people are like, do your own thing. I mean, like they make see moves. One thing and they're just like the amount of times I've seen. You know those with that that wall with the wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like It's just like, come Spendina? on. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. It's like just like, I don't even know
1: what it is. It's like a
2: nightclub or something? No, no it's like it's
1: someone a, like... Cali Love. It's someone like, just like one of those like boho restaurant, like boho chic bowl uh, But there's like somebody oh. painted
2: like wings and like the amount of like, so it's a wings and like there's like a space in the middle. Oh, so, like, so girls, everything can, like, can, can just, just stand. Like, yeah, exactly. Just, like I know, like, like I, the amount of times I see that is just like, come on, there's so much in the city.
1: Yeah, and for the record, Warehouse... And the dime and whatnot. Those aren't the only cool places in Toronto. Worst Worst trend in Toronto or worst trend on Instagram right now. What's up with beanies not being actually on your head top? I just thought, remember the other day we saw someone wearing an Ikea bag? Oh yeah, Ikea stuff. What's up with that?
2: People are taking
1: Ikea bags and making
2: like ponchos out of them that's still that's fucked up
0: were they wearing it in the rain was this person
2: so yeah, sunny they it was had sunny. i think they had a winter hat on and an ikea bag and then like i don't know if they had pants on plus 40 you know, no oh no as low. like day. a millennial like, oh they're like probably 1920 probably i'd say that's weird yeah. yeah i don't accept that i'm just like oh it makes me feel old when i see those things i'm like kids these days i'm just like i am not that old yeah
1: i'm also over just like every man who wears like a pair of Vans, like the old school Vans, and they think they're fashion icons, you know. Just like that and Thrasher, it, yeah, and Thrash, yeah. People stop wearing Thrasher if you don't skate, please. Grinding my gears, yeah,
0: Grind <laughs> <Grindin'> my gears. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think that was pretty decent. I hope somebody got some value out of that conversation. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for coming down here.
1: Again, it's up here. You live so far away from the city. Stop pretending <laughs> I know, but like, up there. Yeah, it just feels...
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. So, um,
1: where can people find you? Um, NLN Begley, Instagram, find me there. Follow us by Lake Visuals if you need uh, your digital media marketing. Shots for restaurants. Plug. Clothing. Wear. I'm just putting a plug in there. At Sovereign. Uh,
2: you follow me, Project Leon. Project, like yeah, Project like Leon. Oh, huh? huh? yeah.
1: You guys make some clothing, too. You guys got to... This is... Right here. This is Project uh, This is uh, Vikas. we uh, 10% voice.
0: off with the coupon code uh, podcast. This promotion.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, I guess. Yeah, that project does do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10%. Yeah, yeah. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, you can also catch us out on our stuff, too, uh, for this journey media, man. Vimeo.com slash FJ Media. Mm-hmm. Some of this guy's, uh, Chris's, uh, scored couple of our videos too yeah. so you can definitely see some collaborative projects do. from come all on, of us man. and okay. <laughs> expect thing. more to come man there's some more superstar. stuff coming. we cooking we cooking cookin'. right on yeah. all right thanks for having us man yeah, respect <laughs>
0: this far thanks for listening i hope you enjoyed the episode there will be more coming soon and hopefully with the name